Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. All right, we're back, people. It's Midnight Snack, and ironically, it is the opposite of midnight. It's the crack of fucking dawn, and we're doing the show. It's one of the, I think it's the first podcast, Dan, that I've not turned my camera on for. I'm still. Yeah, this is really weird. (laughs) It's not weird for me because this is how I do the radio show, so I'm used to it, but I look so despicably decrepit right now. I'm unshowered. I'm braless. I'm just, I'm in my pajamas. I'm, I'm honestly a little cranky. I didn't sleep very well. So I'm kind of like, let's, I'm happy to be here. I don't want to pass that energy on into the show. Certainly, but, uh, he's getting work emails now. This is great. We're just making it work. My friend Dave is grabbing his (laughs) Kumados. It wasn't me. 
Uh, maybe it's Ryan. I don't know. Ryan, edit this whole opening out. I'm too cranky. I'm just, I'm, I'm cranky. I don't know why. You know why? Because people are asking you for a lot of stuff today. Not Uh-oh. you guys. I'm just getting a lot of fucking annoying emails. Let's start from the top. All right. Waste that Zoom battery. Good morning. It's Michelle Collins. Welcome to Midnight Snack. Yeah, just it's no matter what time it is, just wipe the crust out of your eyes. Just grab the corners of your eyes, wipe the crust out of it. Yeah. And, Sandman uh, is here. The Sandman is here. I'm at Showtime at the Apollo, and folks, he's sweeping me off the stage. I'm joined by my friend and foe, Dan Acton. <laughs> chum. Hi, Dan. How are you doing today? <laughs> hey, Michelle. I'm doing great. How are you? I can't see I you. I mean, we're, I'm in such full podcasting. Just don't bring up the camera thing. I'm sorry. I'm like, not in <laughs> I'm cranky. I'm cranky. I didn't turn my camera on and Dan can't get over it. Dan, get over it. My Dan's not going to see me one episode. It is what it is. Poor Dave is afraid to make noise behind me. It's very funny. <laughs> He's slicing tomatoes so quietly. So, Dan, I haven't talked to you in about a week. Yeah. We've been making this show... Uh, out of our basements. It's our Elliot Smith era. It's our Billie <laughs> Eilish era. It's just me, my brother, and Dan just mixing sounds in our basement and hoping that it hits. Um, what's new in your life? You've had a lot go on. I feel like I've had some things go on. Have we done an episode from LA? I don't think we have. No, I mean, no, you've been, uh, yeah, you've been in LA. Um, it sounds amazing. You've been having a great time. Uh, I threw a party this weekend that went pretty well. <gasps> Yes, your um, party. Yeah. Your birthday party. Oh my God. Not a, birth, not a birthday party. It's I know. Well, whatever. Party. It was like a big party. I know. Well, Dan, <laughs> I'm a really good friend. Dan, <laughs> you know why I'm saying that? Because it's the blood moon. And someone told me that if your birthday is on or around the 8th, that the this like super blood moon is going to affect you twice as badly. And I'm the 9th. My friend Dave is the 8th. My other producer is the 8th. So I was like, well, Dan. That's it's really all funny. of us, but it's not. <laughs> How was it? I Dan wanted me to fly back for it, and I'm sorry I missed yeah. it. How did it go? Well, well, it was really fun because so our theme was uh, this was it was on the Saturday, and it was when we fall back. So this was possibly the last time ever that daylight savings time is going to happen because maybe they it'll always be say they I always say, say that yeah. it's never going to get outlawed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was going to be the last. People don't week. have people don't have clean drinking water. And you're going to tell me that that officials yeah. are going to make daylight saving time turn around? Well, that's please. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, that, that was that was the theme. Uh, and so we had um, punch. And <laughs> basically, it was just an excuse to, like, have a big party. And uh, it was really that's fun. That's exciting. We yeah, we missed you. I know. Uh, how late were you guys out, in, including daylight savings? Ooh, well, it's pretty... I think it was at least two. So we were probably there for the turn back and then probably hit two again. I see what you're saying. I went to a house party also Saturday night, which was fun. Mm. And it made me feel young again. Mm. You know, I was just in a backyard and on the East side of Los Angeles, Ooh, surrounded by some of LA's hottest East side gays. And, uh, it was fun, right? Dave was there. It was a great time. Um, it, I haven't been to a party in a long time where I felt like I was in college, you know, like there was like mm. a table of liquor. You just poured it yourself. Yeah. yeah you know what? I'm going to say that the blood moon is affecting our show because so far mm. we've had emails come through. Uh, my battery and my zoom just died. I don't know what's happening, Dan, Dan, this is a cursed it's episode. election day. It's a cursed app. Our cameras are off. It's just too early. Honestly, it's pouring rain in LA. Um, mm. everyone's asking me, People, you know what is a phrase that I've decided I really hate? What's that? A lot. 
like I posted a vid- a sunset from LA on yeah. Instagram and there yeah. were people who went, they said in the comments, which cause I'm as, ba- I'm as basic as it gets. Like I am a piece of shit and I know that, but it was really beautiful. And I was driving over a hill and I thought, ah, oh, as many issues as I have with the city, like this is a beautiful moment, posted it. And people say this about me, no matter where I am, like I could be in Amsterdam, London, Miami, New York, LA. People always say LA looks good on you. Oh, I really hate that. I don't know. It bothers me. It's annoying. And I'm thinking I'm not even in this. Like I'm not even in the video. Like, why are you saying LA looks good on me when it's palm trees and cars that are parked? Like I didn't, it's just such a weirdly, why why does it bother me? Why does it bother me? Does that mean that, that, that you belong in LA? It doesn't mean that I, I look bad in other places. This is my question. If LA yeah, looks good on me, does New York look bad on me? I mean, what does it mean? <laughs> am I am I just like so closed off emotionally that even that it's just like just don't tell me it's just like good any, on me. any slight compliment. You're like furious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what's that mean? <laughs> no, but it's not even that. It's just like I don't know. It's just like it's a sunset thing. LA doesn't look good on me because I barely posted a picture here, and also it's like you know. LA hmm. doesn't look good on me. I'm not as happy here as I am <laughs> in other places. So it bothers me when people think they know better than I know myself. That's what it have, is. Well, have you noticed a huge difference in the people or something? Because you haven't been back to LA in a long time, right? You know, it's funny. It's been, I think, three years. I think I was here just yeah. before uh, pandemic hit. Um, You know, it's funny. The people are really nice. Uh, I actually have no issue with the people of LA. And I really mean that. Uh, in fact, this weekend, uh, I had brunch at the Americana, which is this famously it has a its own parody Twitter account, but it's famously this outdoor mall kind of like the Grove on steroids in Glendale. And it's really nice. And there's like a beautiful Nordstrom and a nice cheesecake factory. And every single interaction I had there was almost Pleasantville levels of friendly. Like everybody was nice. And then I am so annoying that when someone is super kind or I don't know when they go out of their way to be like really a helpful employee, I can't help but be like, you are really nice. Like I have to say something. I just can't let it go. I have to be like, Hey, that's just thank you for such wonderful service. Yeah. And it's funny because my friend Frank and I went to the Cheesecake Factory for brunch, which by the way, and I, I talked about this on the radio show, so sorry if I'm double dipping, but there are a lot of you who don't listen to that part. If you want to, it's on Patreon. You can go sign up for that level. It's otherwise known as the $12 tier. Um, and I'm crying $12 tiers even promoting it because <laughs> what is my life these days? But anyway, uh, but we were sitting there and it is the best deal in town. That cheesecake factory, Dan, is so cheap. How much did you pay? Where did you go? So listen, I got a non-alcoholic beverage, but it was like still okay. off. It was like a non-alcoholic cocktail. So it was like a passion right. fruit juice, seltzer and mint or something. It was so delicious. Mm. I sucked it down in about 10 seconds. You know, when you get something and you're thirsty and it just drains yeah. from the bottom, like it didn't even yeah. go on my body. Yeah. That's the I thing. Had, I, I just bought like a, a bottle of seed lip, which is another one of those like, you know, non-alcoholic, like say it I think again? It's seed lip. I think it's supposed to be like gin or something. I would never buy something called seed lip. That is well, so disgusting sounding. <laughs> the bottle is cool looking though. It looks like it's fancy it. enough. Yeah. It's fancy enough that like, it looks, it looks good on the uh, old, you know, liquor cart mm-hmm. or whatever um but yeah like it I, I like how it tastes but you drink it immediately like it's not there's nothing holding me back from just like it is a nice bottle it's a nice i'm bottle. looking at it now it does look pretty i will say uh yeah. 
I, I, it's just, there's nothing. It, I sucked it down so fast, but I have to tell you that afterwards I looked younger and fresher. Like I, it got Ooh. the youth back into me, like the beauty yeah. and the beast rose. I was back. <laughs> and then I had a factory chopped salad, my go-to. I swapped the blue cheese for feta. It's delicious vinaigrette mm. and grilled chicken. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell it as it is. It was not the best factory chopped salad I've had at the cheesecake factory. I've had better. The mm. Aventura cheesecake delivers a better salad. It's okay to say. I think also that I can't even imagine being a chef at in the kitchen at the Cheesecake Factory. Like we assume that this food is just magically prepared. There are people slaving away over your trough to make sure that it's hot enough or cold enough or whatever, right. well-dressed. And they just don't stop working. The line in that, at the, this is the one in Glendale. Yeah. It was 50 people deep. The line wow. was out the freaking door. Wow. And what happened to us was we were trying to wait for bar seats. And then this guy who worked there named Nick, who was so sweet, basically sat us right away outside. Like we had no wait. There had to be a hundred people waiting and we just mm. got seated. I felt like Oprah. <laughs> then our server was so lovely. Like everything was just so nice. And so at one mm. point the manager came out to bring us, um, we got uh, an appetizer. We got the rock shrimp appetizer. And I said, excuse me, are you the manager? And she went, I am like tense. And I said, I just want you to know this is one of the best Cheesecake Factory experiences I've ever had. She was like, oh my God. You know, you think about it. These managers take complaints all fucking day long. Something is wrong. They get yelled at. They're the brunt of of every negative comment. Of course. And you know, my joke about me is I'm CBS is the good Karen, you know? So when (laughs) something is nice, I go, can I speak to the manager? What a wonderful establishment you have. Just good on you. And she was so happy to hear it. And they were so nice. But anyway, it came to with, and my friend had a Bloody Mary. So he had a drink. I had a non-drink. He had a massive breakfast burrito. I had my salad and we shared a shrimp appetizer. Are you ready? Mm, Yeah. Each person without tip, it was $33. Oh, really? That's great. That's nice. Unheard of. Yeah. And in this day and age where everything is expensive, I'm like, hey, we should all be, this is my new bread line. I'm going, and that included the bread. Yeah. (laughs) How are they making money? I mean, on Sunday, I went out to vote and early, and then um, I had a chicken sandwich like brunch kind of thing with mm-hmm. coffee and it was it was $35. It was like nope. so expensive. Yeah. But do you know what I'm saying? Perfect. It's and that is every other experience I've had in LA and I know that people tune into this podcast to hear about say with me inflation, but everywhere mm. I've gone has been fucking crazy and I roof, feel yeah. now like it, now I understand why your grandparents are like bread was a nickel when I was your age. You know, I get it. Yeah, right. it's, like, it's like you're furious. You're like, how yeah. the fuck is this that much? I don't yeah, get exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Such bullshit. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You guys, I have breaking news. What? Dave, nobody won Powerball. <laughs> oh, I am... <laughs> I'm shifting in my seat. <laughs> I am shifting in my seat. <gasps> Nobody won Powerball. I have. I am already $110 in of losing tickets, by the way. <laughs> um, and I think I won eight bucks. Oh, shit. $2.3 billion. Wow. Dollars. Can I say what this proves to me? That none of us should be buying tickets. Because if at this point, well, right. no one's yeah. won. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Now it's like... Are we just fucking idiots at this point? Like, come on. <laughs> wow. How many tickets do you think were sold before this last one? It's actually not as many as I would have thought. How many? Give me a number. How many tickets do you think were sold for this last Powerball drawing? Uh, that was for $1.9 billion. Go on. $1.9 billion. That was the I mean, pot for the last one. Give me oh, a number. Um, $50 million. $280 million, but that doesn't oh, seem like okay. that many. Yeah, I my I alone bought twenty seven tickets. You know what I mean. So there are people. <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. I have to be a part of it. And the way that I'm looking at it is that if I'm in, I haven't been to Vegas in a long time, right? Whenever yeah. I go to Vegas, I walk in knowing. I actually hate going to Vegas. I love it for the wrong reasons, but uh, <laughs> like I love big meals and like staring at freaks. Like I like going to have, I love having a martini in the Bellagio lobby with mm. all that Chihuly hideous Chihuly glass dangling <laughs> over my head. And you sit at that. It, I mean, I've said this before, but I'll repeat myself. You sit at that Petrosian bar in the lobby of the Bellagio. They're so nice there. You get a $20 vodka martini, two of them, and you can't see straight. I mean, they work. <laughs> right. And you sit there and you just watch the people walk by. I'll be honest with you. It makes me want to go there today. Like, I'm like, fuck my meetings. I'm going to Vegas. I got to do it. <laughs> it's my happy, happy place. But I also go to Vegas knowing that I'm going to lose at least $600 like on the blackjack tables. And I do it every time. Yeah. And I think, well, it's just that's how much it costs to be entertained by this place. Like that is the fee. It's like buying a ticket to see Stevie Nicks or two, whatever. Yeah. I right. She came to mind, but you get it. <laughs> I can't do that. I, I, I would not be able to go knowing that I was just going to blow through that much money. Like it's not in my genes. It isn't in mine either, but there is something that happens to me there. Maybe it's the alcohol consumption that just changed my brain chemistry. And then what yeah. ends up happening is I think, well, I lost $600. I might as well buy this like leather jacket for $2,000. Like yeah. money <laughs> ceases right. to mean anything when you're in Vegas because you've lost <laughs> so much of it that I keep thinking, well, if I lost 600 on nothing, I might as well spend 600 on this bag that I'll have forever. <laughs> it's, it's a sickness. It's a mental break for me. Right. But the way I'm looking at this Powerball thing is like, so I almost want to buy $100 worth of tickets just because I'm like, well, that's like five minutes at the blackjack table, you know? Mm, yeah. So quick. So if you did become suddenly wealthy, like say you want... Let's talk about it. You this know, like what are your um, priorities? Like I, I actually had this happen where I thought I was going to be suddenly wealthy. It's kind of a long story, but... Is it the stock story, something with that? Yeah, yeah. So okay, basically, I, I yeah. So I was um, at a, a startup that got acquired, and a friend of mine who was an executive told me that I was in for a real windfall. 
And so for about six hours, I was just really planning it out. What was I going to do? And then he texts me at like 10 p.m. I was, I know exactly. I was was at uh, my friend's birthday at a bar in Williamsburg. And he's like, oh, I I made a mistake with the decimal point. It was in totally the wrong place. (laughs) So so I still got to wait. But it was was like... up. So I had six hours when I really thought that I was coming into it. So I was Googling. Did you like, think millions? Did you think over a million yes. dollars? Yes. Wow. Oh yeah. my God. I can't even imagine that. You know what yeah. it is though? I actually think that this is an interesting conversation as far as our own self-worth and like what you manifest into your life. Because mm. the truth is like the idea of like, ha- I mean, this is like maybe saying too much about my own life, but the idea of like earning like, you know, five million a year let's like really go big okay it's so beyond me i'm like well that will never well i mean what okay but i feel like there are people (laughs) out there who are like well i'm gonna earn 10 million dollars next year and then they go do that because it's in their head it's like you you will it into your life so maybe we should every week start doing that you know what that's what that's what uh, my my good friend who is is sort of in the life coach world or something she talks about she talks about her life that way she's like okay this is my goal i want to make this much money i'm like Okay, I, but you know she makes steps to uh, get there, so I don't know. Maybe all right, maybe it. we should start doing that. Sure, yeah. I think I got to buy a lot of tickets today. This is the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this, so this is my personality. When I thought I was really rich, like I, um, oh I wasn't going to move because I like my apartment. It's a good deal. I was going. That's to a lie. Pay- but I'm no. going to stop you right. There. I have no. to. I'm sorry, listener. I have to throw the brakes. No, 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 something. no. Dan. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to call you out right now. I don't know how long ago this thing happened. Now, Dan does have a lovely apartment and I will say arguably, I mean, if I may say it's rent controlled and it's one of the best deals in New York, in Brooklyn. Um, I understand why you'd want to keep that because giving up a rent controlled apartment, I don't care how rich you are, is just psychotic, right? Yeah. But you and I have discussed the possibility Hmm. of even moving overseas or things like that and what you would do with your place. Of course, you'd keep it. But my point is, is like, if you loved it that much, I mean, there is no way on this God's green earth that if you fell into, let's call it $10 million, you would still be living in your sure. apartment. I'm sorry. Come on. I don't know. Because like, I, because I love my neighborhood and why should I like move across the street and, you know, spend a million dollars to like own it, like, and pay taxes and pay, you know, like keep up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I actually think it's a bad deal to own. At a certain point. Um, All right. Well, actually, listen, we're yeah. getting into the nitty gritty. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so I'm, I'm keeping the apartment. I was like a friend of mine was in grad school. I was going to like pay off the grad school. I was going to like I was very generous, actually, when I was thinking of my own uh, you know, future. And then yeah. I was like and then I was looking up articles. I remember because I was at, at Equinox doing the stair stepper or whatever. <laughs> I had my phone out looking at articles of like what to do when you're uh, suddenly wealthy and like you have to go see a therapist so you don't start spending on crazy things. Wow. You got you got to worry about like um, friends coming out of the woodwork to suddenly yes. be your best friend and like ask for stuff and all that. So I, so I was like, oh, this is so interesting. This is going to be my life from now on. <laughs> and then I Wait went to Google birthday that party article. afterwards. Yeah. What to do if you, because I actually want to unpack this. What yeah. to do if you win the lottery? Well, my favorite thing are the people and I, I have had this idea before maybe I shouldn't say it here but I had an idea for I don't know a show or a movie where someone Mm. who has like a lot of debts or whatever or who has like maybe family members who are always glomming onto them for money wins Powerball but can't tell anyone because they know that if they say anything yeah 
it like is going to ruin their life. So they have to like sit right. on this pile of money quietly while they slowly cut ties with all of the mooches in their life. Like mm. I thought that that was a really good idea for a show. Um, yeah. You'd have to be in the closet with your like, with, wealth basically. Like yeah. exactly until you know huh. that like you're, officially free to like say like okay i fucking won powerball whatever it is um <laughs> and, and and also the idea that in this show right which i actually think is a really good plot for a show and by the way if you want to write it you can't because i already um filed it with like the wga so good luck <laughs> and that's real that's real we really did but the other idea being that um you also wait I, the dog is barking and it distracted me the fucking dog across the street but anyway uh, that that happens and Ryan edit this downtime out because I actually, I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm so easily distracted. Like, I don't know what's going on with me, but something's up. Um, oh, and that also the people in the town know that someone locally won it. So ah, they're trying to suss yeah. out who won, like whose behavior is maybe That's a little funny. bit different or Wow, That's did you funny, see like yeah. there's a little wry smile on that girl's face? Like, and right. it's, so it's almost like the mole. Like, who won the lottery? Yeah. And also, how well can you hide that you won this money? <laughs> it's kind of an incredible right. concept for a reality show, too, in a way. Because it's like, what if you just handed someone in a group, it's pouring rain, by the way, in a group of like 25 people, someone got $10 million automatically. Mm. I don't even know. Maybe that's too easy because they already know they have the money, but maybe if they get caught, it is mole like then maybe that is that the mole. Is that the plot of the show? The mole? Am I just, (laughs) yeah, I was like, is that Joe millionaire? (laughs) Is that, wait, that is, (laughs) 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 I have a great idea for a show. It's hosted by Mark L. Wahlberg. Let me finish. Uh, okay. But wait, so it says, what to do if you win? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's a little Harry Potter lady (laughs) in glasses. Wait, Mark Cuban and Kevin O'Leary, there are a lot of articles about what to do if you won. So what happened when you found out that you didn't have the money? You must have been fucking crushed. Well, it was just so surreal that I was, I mean, it's funny. Like, it was It was just like, wow, what a, I, I was actually thankful for the experience. <laughs> like, it's kind of a weird life experience you mean. to even believe that for a few hours. So I was like, I don't well, know what I do. I'm. I feel like, look, the truth is this. It's so much money that it sort of doesn't matter what you want to do because you can do whatever you want. Like, you know, what would I want? I would want homes all over the world. I would want a golden visa somewhere. Let's start there. Let's start with like life things. I would like buy a home in Portugal with whatever that rule is, the half a million dollar rule to get a passport overseas somewhere. I really hunt number one. First thing, hire a lawyer, figure that out. Um, Second thing I would do, uh, obviously buy a beautiful home, this and that. I mean, it's funny because Dave this morning was like, if you won Powerball, would you give me a million dollars? And the truth is like, of course I would give my friends money. Like I know I would. And the thing is what would suck about that. And now that I'm really thinking about it is like, maybe it does make sense to remain anonymous and not tell anyone kind of like in the movie Goodfellas when they had that windfall and then the guy (laughs) wore the fur and got in trouble because think about it. What if you gave a friend, you know what this reminds me of the Selena Gomez thing that I'm obsessed with. (laughs) <laughs> where imagine like you give 10 friends a million dollars, right? And yeah. your dearest and nearest friends. But Dan, mm. how many times in our lives have we had falling out? Like, I mean, I've had it with one of my nearest and dearest friends where we just had a falling out and it's over. Like, right. it's like right. a relationship ending. I mean, and it happens a lot and it is what it is. Yeah. But imagine like on top of that, then you gave that person $10 million. You're like, PS, can I get my <laughs> fucking money back? Like what the fuck? You know? So I, I can wouldn't see do 10 why. million. A yeah. million though. Yeah. A million. I, I, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, that's why I would. That's that's why my idea was to help people out that like I knew had. Uh, oh, just yeah. made a big purchase or something like that. Or charity yeah. for sure. I mean, I should have opened with that because I actually, the funny thing is I would, it sounds like I'm making that up to sound nice, <laughs> but Dan, yeah. I think you know me well enough. I would definitely give some of that money to charity. No question. I couldn't keep well, yeah, it all. It's sure. bad juju. It's like, no, no, no. I would have to give something. I would, would run for mayor of Los Angeles. Like, um, I'd run for mayor of LA. Mayor of mm-hmm. LA. I'd run yeah. for mayor somewhere. I'd, um, start uh i'd open up a very high-end outdoor mall and then cause a major controversy when katy perry votes for me for mayor <laughs> first <laughs> right. first thing i do first thing i do would you want to own your own um outlet mall like mall yeah outlet mall. yes like barbara streisand really okay i would go full cartman didn't cartman have yeah. a mall in one episode <laughs> i actually you know what now that we're really getting creative with this 100 percent I would, well, you know what I would do is I would, which I want to do now anyway, is start my own version of goop for like fat, poor people, which is me, Oh, moop. you know, was moop. <laughs> Wait, that is what it's called. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. I have to coin that somehow moop. <laughs> the answer is more. Sorry. The card says moops. <laughs> One of the classic funniest episodes, but start that where it's and actually have be able to hire people who could actually make that work. I guess I'd mm. make our podcast more popular. I mean, what would we do? Like have more, buy more listeners. I don't know. Russian bots. <laughs> I've always wanted my own Russian bot. Yeah. I know. Well, here's what Mark Cuban says to do with the money. It says when it comes to large okay. jackpots, Mark Cuban says to keep most of the money in the bank rather than <laughs> okay. risking it on investments. Well, I would never invest in anything. Well, um, okay. He says, if you're 40 or younger, Cuban recommends the annuity. By taking the annual payment, you receive more oh. money overall. But if you take the lump sum, you know, I always say it's my favorite lump, lump sum, or you want to <laughs> offset rising inflation, you could put some of the money at a low cost. I'm saying words. I don't even know what I'm saying. S&P yeah. 500 index fund. Pardon. Let it grow long term. Kevin O'Leary, <laughs> uh, Mr. Wonderful. He says, yeah. pay yourself an annuity and put the excess cash flow to work for you. More money. I mean, this is like already too complicated. This is Why like, would I want yeah. more money? If I have a billion dollars, <laughs> like I'm good. I don't need more money. Listen to this. He says, just Google lottery winner goes bankrupt and you'll find dozens of horror stories about lottery winners who strike gold only to lose it all within a year or two. So there's another yeah. article here that says, uh, here's why lottery winners go broke. Can I read these? I love this kind of shit. Maybe I shouldn't buy these tickets. <laughs> God, I don't want to go broke. It says, after winning the biggest undivided jackpot lottery in U.S. history, Mavis Wanzik of Chicopee, Massachusetts, ignored the advice that financial experts typically give to lottery winners. She quit her job, spoke with the Mm. press. Oh, shit. That's the first mistake. By the way, you try to suss out if I won Powerball next week on this podcast, because if I did, I'm not going to tell anybody. I mean, <laughs> see if you hear a lilt in my voice and perhaps maybe I have like a new, I don't know, Gucci bag or a Birkin. Maybe that's yeah. like a hint. <laughs> That'll be the giveaway when my stuff gets like a little bit nicer. You'll be like, oh, she won like Powerball, the, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the jangle of rings and stuff like yeah, exactly. <laughs> the mic, yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Bojangles. I'm like, Ling Ling. Yeah. Hello. I'm also driving the new, the Grove. Um, trolley. That's my new car. People are like, did Michelle win Powerball? Did you see she's driving around LA? I'm in the Grove trolley off the tracks. Uh, she took her winnings as a lump sum. While she may be able to afford to break the rules, most winners can't. Okay, well, did she lose her money? Like, hmm. wait a minute. Are they... 
Lottery winners are more likely to declare bankruptcy within three to five years than the average American. How interesting. What's more, studies have shown that winning a lottery doesn't mean you'll be happier and healthier. Evidence shows that most people who make it to the top 1% of income earners usually don't stay at the top for very long. Someone says studies find that instead of getting people out of financial trouble, winning the lottery gets them into more trouble. (laughs) Okay, Hmm. we've established that. Jack Whitaker, who won $315 million in a lottery in West Virginia, tells Time, this is fucked. I wish that we had torn up the ticket. (gasps) Oh no, this is sad. Wait, this is really sad. Since winning, his daughter and granddaughter died of drug overdoses. You know, that's interesting Uh, because think about it. It's like, what else do you have to fucking do? Uh, Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I it actually, it. It, yeah, it actually just gives you freedom to do whatever good or destructive thing that you you kind of like want to do. Anyway, how much yeah. coke would we? That's another way to know if I win Powerball. If I get so skinny, like Mish's, <laughs> Mish won. Look at her. Like if I start to like speak incoherently and I'm so thin, I won. Like just know that. It says just eight months after winning, he was robbed of over half a million dollars. What? robbed he's the last person i would have prototyped for going completely crazy but he did someone said no question it was because he won the lottery i mean that's a part of the show that we're writing too mcnay says Hmm. many winners struggle with suicide depression and divorce well don't have to worry about that last thing i guess (laughs) it's the curse of the lottery because it made their lives worse Hmm. it says another major struggle that winners face is saying no to friends and family Mm, Oh, I have barely any family and hardly any friends. Again, I'm in the clear, I think, who hope to join in on the good fortune. Once family and friends learn of the windfall, they have expectations of what they should be entitled to. Wow. Uh, God. Wow. That's interesting. That's interesting because if you knew somebody like, okay, if a close friend, like you're saying, like if, if you won, you would give things to your close friends. If a close friend of yours won the lottery, would you expect money? Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't either. But that's I mean, because I. I, I think I'm. Mind, a, I hope I'm a fairly good person, and also I think I surround myself with fairly good friends. Yeah. You know the problem is is people are so decrepit. The mm. issue is other people really, and that's why. But it says here though, this other woman, Sandra. Maybe my mm. name isn't fun enough to win the lottery. Everyone has like really fun names. Uh, she split a $224 million Powerball with 12 coworkers. I had to. That's another thing. Those. That's funny. Coworker pools. I yeah. had to endure the greed and the need that people have trying to get you to release your money to them. Caused a lot of emotional pain. These are yeah. people who you've loved deep down and they're turning into vampires trying to suck the life out of me. Wow. She says this former social worker has avoided financial misfortune. Dan, this is one point in your uh, rent controlled category by maintaining her frugal lifestyle. Yeah. Even though she no longer lives paycheck to paycheck. Wow. I would still go to the outlets though. Like that's the thing. I, I don't think I could have, I couldn't, I don't know. Maybe I could. I love a bargain. I can't help yeah, it. Yeah. See, that's the fun part though. Like, yeah, that's what you enjoy. So I don't think that's going to change. Well, look at what happened to Selena Gomez. You know, she got a kidney from her friend. Did you see the story a couple days yeah, ago? Yeah. Tell me, yeah. Tell me exactly what happened because I, I saw that she said like somebody was her only friend and the industry and then the person that had donated the kidney commented on it or something. That's exactly what happened. So I guess okay, I don't yeah. have to say it anymore. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <sorry. This laughs> no. So explain what happened eight minutes later. I'm like, that's it. You got it. <laughs> she wrote like, Oh, to Taylor, you're my only friend. And this girl named Franzia, I got like the boxed wine said, 
interesting. And then she <laughs> said, sorry, I didn't mention every single person I know. Now I'm paraphrasing here, uh-huh. but can I just say if you're that famous and I, I like Selena Gomez, you know, God bless. I haven't yeah. watched her documentary yet, but only issue with her. She's so tiny. She's a little, you know, it's, she's mini. <laughs> I feel like if I ever met her, <laughs> She's like teensy tiny. My friend Dave, who I'm staying with works for Corden and we were talking about heights last night and they had a sketch that he sent to me. Let me pull it up actually, which is really a funny concept um, of deciding whether people are tall or not. Like (laughs) it's called taller or shorter. And so they had like five heads in a box (laughs) and they were all the same height. (laughs) <laughs> and you had to decide almost like that show high, low, like with the cars, yeah, yeah. like, will the next person be bigger or littler based on their <laughs> head size? <laughs> it's a really funny idea. That's funny. And, um, I feel like Selena would be great for that game. Cause she's like a Tinkerbell, but yeah, I mean, if you gave your kidney to someone, I would be pissed. I feel like, I don't know. I'd be like, what the fuck? I, if I were the friend I'm saying, I'd be like, right. at least just be a lady about it and be like, you know, I love you. Even though if you hate the shit out of that, person you know you're famous they'd be like oh well my you changed my life forever well yeah be nice right i don't know i don't know people are vampires even kidney vampires these days you can't win (laughs) i can't wait to win powerball though i can't wait to just (laughs) snort it all right up my nose and (laughs) (laughs) like honestly like what are we even doing you know what are we even doing um you can edit that part out anyway what about the sexiest man alive, Chris Evans? We care about that at all? Now you uh, know. I mean, I'm not even going to say what I know. What? Like, we've all seen his dick pic, but like, just off the record, and I guess we can leave this in. I have seen some dick adjacent material of his, not directly from him, and I will say it's, he what? deserves it. Like, taint? No, like, I've seen like things. I just know, I've just seen things about Chris Evans that have changed my entire outlook on him. Okay. And now I really like him. (laughs) 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 We'll just leave it at that. Anyway, yeah, he deserves it. I'm going to say this felt nothing. I don't care about it. I don't think he's a good actor, but I've been changed. I've been radicalized. (laughs) I really have. And D-I-C-K, radicalized. I've really (laughs) been changed. And I think it's great. And I think he deserves it. Um, What else should we talk about? Should Should we now go into the Patreon part of the show? Maybe this was the free moment. Should I get into detail about what I've seen? Maybe that's something people will pay $7 for or 12, <laughs> depending. Um, uh, I think we should move to our Patreon uh, chapter. And let me say before we do that. So yeah, we're, we're splitting these episodes up now, half free, half uh, paid. We're, we're working on what we're doing here. Like we're obviously going to have guests back soon. Um, you know, we've been thrown into a new situation, which I think we're handling very well, actually. And, uh, I think the show's better than ever, honestly. Right? The dog yeah. like chokes. I think so. But we have more coming. I mean, listen, our last episode to me was one of our funniest ones. I mean, Sheila Nagig, it's going to be hard to top that is the problem. <laughs> and also, it's like early morning LA right now, so I'm also in just like a different capacity. I haven't eaten today. Maybe we should like go to break. Let me have a bite. And then, I know, I'm going to fuel up. And then the second half, see if you see the difference after I've had a meal. Like, I feel like I'm going to be funnier. I really do. All right. So we'll do that. So find us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. That link is also in my Instagram bio. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll take the show there. We'll see you there. Imagine. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.